podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com fedcontracts. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. Uh, this show is brought to you by Paddy Power, a website, a bookies and an app. And if you gamble, please do so responsibly and do so, do, do so with Paddy Power. Sorry, I've one eye on this football that's still going on. Um, tonight I'm joined by uh, a familiar face to our uh, subscribers, Chris Brack. Chris, how are you? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? Good, good. No good, complaints. It's it's good to have you on as as usual, and we're also joined by Callum Sanderson from Coppish YouTube channel. Callum, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Absolute pleasure to be here. Cheers, guys. No problem at all. Callum was on with us last week, where we rated and ranked our managers in the league, and yeah. uh, it was an interesting show to say the least. It was an enjoyable <laughs> show. Enjoyable show. Yes. Um, we may have given too much credit to the Daniel Fark as it is world, but who knows. <laughs> You live in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're just going to tonight. We're just going to go through, every, as everyone knows, the football has come back. Um, we're on the second round of games, uh, the second evening of games tonight. And we're just going to have a quick chat on how the lads felt the games have gone so far as a whole, about the intensity of the games and things like that. And then we're going to move on and talk about the Merseyside Derby, the big one. So, um, if anyone's in the chat, welcome. Um, we've got Alex McLeod is in here, and it's over a year, after over a year, it's his first time he's had the chance to come on here and talk live. So uh, we get him through work. Thanks for that. Look, it's great to have you, Alex. And I'm delighted that we get you through work. We all know that feeling. That's how I spend my day in work. I hope my boss isn't listening, but he won't be because he's a Man United fan. So I'm all right on that. <laughs> Lads, Callum, how have you found the football since it's come back? Um, I'm a bit of a sucker for football, so I kind of would just take it anyway. It comes. To, well, I should probably rephrase how I just said that. Actually, um, <laughs> I just, I'm, let's just say I'm just happy the football's back. Um, I've missed it. So, um, obviously, the the first game I actually got to watch was I, mean, I watched a bit of the Aston Villa and um, Sheffield United game. Um, yes. Sheffield United were robbed. Oh. I just I have no idea how that. I mean, even without VAR, you see that's over the line. Yeah. Stevie Wonder could see that was a goal. So I don't understand how that that wasn't given. Um, and then obviously I watched the um, Arsenal Man City game. Um, looking at Man City play in the first twenty minutes, they looked really, really sloppy. And 
I was thinking to myself, wow, if Man City look like this, I wonder how the rest of the team is going to look because obviously they're known for their passing ability, their, their fluidity on and off the ball. And I mean, when I was seeing David Silva and Kevin De Bruyne misplaced passes, simple pass, I was thinking, oh, okay, there's going to be a bit of a bedding in period here. But yeah, once they settled into the game, you could see their rhythm was coming back and obviously they had way too much for Arsenal. And then obviously Arsenal making the, the substitution, bringing David Luiz on pretty much, put the nail in the coffin. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm just, I'm so happy the games are back. I didn't catch the Norwich game cause, um, I had work and then I was recording and then, uh, been watching the Man U and Tottenham game. So I'm just, I'm just happy it's back. I, I quite like the crowd noises. Um, yeah. I'm a fan of the crowd noises, but I was also a fan about the crowd noises as well. I, I do like the purity of football. It, it kind of made me feel like I was back at power league when the German, the German league came back and there was no crowd noise. You could hear man on, man on. It just... Made me yeah. feel like oh, oh, it's back at grassroots, but I'm, exactly I'm loving it. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's like you're down the park watching a game of football. It's it's brilliant when you if you think yeah. that. But in saying that, oh, I had to put the crowd noises on as well because I'm like, yeah, it's good. It's a bit niche and a bit novel, but um, that that'll do. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't yeah, want yeah. to, don't want to on for too long. So, uh, Chris, what about yourself? How have you found the football since it's come back? Uh, well, some things don't change. Chippy Tits John Mock is the shittest referee I've ever seen oh, in my life. Yeah. He's, yeah. Ju- he's just pointed to he's just pointed to a penalty for Man United. Luckily, Vaz overturned it. Fernandez falls yeah. over. No one with he any argument. He jumped into Doyer there. I was looking at him myself, didn't he? It was. Oh, yeah, it's, it's good. He didn't, and it he took didn't him a good two minutes to bleed and check that as well. Oh, Don't so, that best some, give it. So, yeah, so. so some, some shite football just never changes. Now, uh, I, I'm a bit like Callum. You know, I'm pleased it's back because um, it's not much else I can talk about. So I enjoy me, I enjoy me football. I don't really care who plays. You know, I enjoy Premier League football. I like, you know, I, was, I love watching the playoffs, you know. So I just enjoy watching football because I was never very good at it. So I always enjoy watching it just to learn about it. So it's it, that's good. Crowd noise, I'm a bit open and iron about it because I actually preferred it when it, the Bundesliga had it. Sounds weird, but the Bundesliga one sounds a bit more realistic. Uh, but it's much better than the VAR. Um, did you see the, you see the Italian Cup final? Oh, the Napoli Juventus yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. The, with the CGI crowd from um, France 98 or something. It was horrible. <laughs> 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 it was a funny thing I've seen in my life. But, no, I've enjoyed it. Uh, I've seen most of the games so far. They've all just started very slow, a uh, bit pre-season-y, which is to be expected. They haven't played for three months. And City, I think, have, have probably shown the way a little bit, which is just keep the ball, keep it simple, and just shoot and shoot twenty minute bursts. And they just yeah. quick, a couple of quick, quick passing bursts, and they, they were in and they were done. And Louis, yeah. I probably say that's the worst substitute performance I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, tw- twenty three yeah. minutes, give away the first goal, give a penalty away, and get sent off. And ironically, when you watch Arsenal fans, that penalty he gave away against City, he did the same. Uh, against those he did the same against Chelsea yeah. and he's had two red cards it's just like yeah. it's like just like control you know, copy copy and paste copy and paste you just know what he's going to do yeah it but is if he don't extend his contract that's his last game that's officially his last game for Arsenal which is uh, that's leaving an impression when you go yeah true <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you make of Louise Callum are you a fan uh, he's... <laughs> I'm a fan because he doesn't play for us. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy value is excellent. Yeah, it's, it's calamity. I mean, people are comparing Lovren to Louise. And don't get me wrong, I'm I'm not sitting here saying I'm Lovren's biggest fan. I respect him because he always gives 100%. He may not be the, the greatest in terms of quality, but I respect his, his 
tenacity and his effort, but the disrespect to compare Lovren yeah. to David Luiz, I'm sorry. I, uh, he just he gets worse and worse every time I see him. And what's funny is he never gave away a penalty for Chelsea in his last season. And with Arsenal in his first yeah. season, he gave away four. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, yeah. He, and and every time he's, he just, the, he's out of position, he's just he's poor. He's yeah. better than a three. He's one of those players, he's better as a three. I mean, they're yeah. different players, but I'm a bit like that with uh, Connor Cody, who plays for yes, Wolves. He's a, much, he's, a, he's, he's a much better player, much, much better. But I could yeah. not see Connor Cody playing centre-back in a, in a, in a flat In ball. a two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In, in a three, in a three, it's suiting because it, it emphasises his strengths, which is his positional play and his passing, which is really, really yeah. good. I think he's. I think he'd be exposed as a two. I think Louise is that. I mean, the other thing with Louise is he's just got no concentration span. He switches off. He yeah, always switches yeah. off. And the, yeah. the thing is that everyone gives Love a lot of stick, but he's poor choice. He bought yeah. third choice when we bought him, and yeah. we've slowly yeah. downgraded him to third choice. Yeah. Love, where everyone's fit, Louise is first choice. Yeah. That's the difference. Or if he's What's, not, like what, the, he's in the mix to be fourth choice, and that's one of the biggest yeah. problems Arsenal have is they've got all these centre-backs to fix a problem and none of them are the type of centre-backs to fix the problem. They've got Socrates, yeah. who's meant to be this big leader and hasn't been. They've got Luis, who's just been a calamity. They've got younger Mustafi guys like Holding. They've got Mustafi. They just, in absolute... It's bad. Rabble the hair, isn't they? I, I, I bet you now, though, in the summer, where do they spend? Say they spend 40, 50 million. They'll buy a winger. Yeah. 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 And not buy anybody for centre-back and you'd be like... I mean, Pepe, 72 million sat on the bench. You're losing to, you're losing to City. Throw him on. You know, Pepe, Lacazette was 50 million. Lacazette was 50 million yeah. was on the bench. It, but I've probably been on the bench. But it's it, more it, the fact that when 20 minutes to go, throw, just throw the guy with pace because one thing defenders don't want, especially not played for three months, is somebody yeah. fast running. It's basic football, but nobody likes it. Nobody wants a fast lad running at them because you're, you're bound to make a mistake. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Doesn't matter what level you're playing at, if someone's running at you and they have pace, you're not going to be too happy about that, eh? Yeah. But it brings me on to something actually, um, that I don't know if you were talking about this on your own show earlier, Callum, about Chelsea. Uh, I tuned in for a few minutes and I know you were discussing Werner and the impact of Timo Werner down to Chelsea and about how, you know, they'll sign, and if it wasn't yourselves, it's a good point, so we'll talk about it here. They're yeah. signing all these attacking players and they're not addressing the issues that they have at the back. Yes, yes, you indeed. Know? Yeah. Um I look at I look at Chelsea's team and you look, you've got Pulisic, you've got Hudson Odoi, you've got Willian, you've got Ziyech, you've got Pedro. All of these players can play as wingers. And you've obviously yeah. got Tammy Abraham and Giroud. So even though they may not have the same quality as say a Liverpool or a Man City, they they've got numbers there. And on their day, that any combination of that front three can do damage to most teams in the Prem. But then you look at their defence, Azpilicueta, yeah. as, as much of a legend he is, he's not a right-back that is going to be productive in today's game. Reese James, as much as people want to try and compare him to Trent, he, he's not on that level. He's just not. He's a, he's a young, young right-back. Yeah. Marcus Alonso, again, going forward, excellent. Defensively, is absolutely terrible. Palmieri, again, he doesn't do much of anything very well. Rudiger's a very good defender, but always injured. Mm, yeah. Christiansen, very in- inconsistent. Zuma on his day, great, but very inconsistent. Very but yet you've gone and spent, yeah, you've gone and spent 50 million on a, a striker. It's almost like Abramovich has said, okay, right, I just need a marquee signing. Let's just go and pinch this guy and that will appease everyone. But it will work for maybe the first five, 10 games. But when teams start attacking you, 
yeah. what what are you going to come back with? And I just mm. I look at Chelsea and I think, yep, they've strengthened, but as a Liverpool fan, I think to myself, we play them, we still run through them because defensively they haven't got a chance. Exactly, yeah, and that's people lose their head, don't they, over, you know, missing out on a player like Werner. And look, we all like a new sign and we all like um, the unveiling and all this, but just because it wasn't Werner and the talks that there's not going to be, they didn't want to spend the money on Werner and all, you know, we take all that with a pinch of salt because if we've learned that about Liverpool, it's a lot of the stuff doesn't get leaked anymore and I wouldn't be surprised mm. to see us go for someone, but maybe not, you know, spending a hundred a package worth a hundred and something million on a player that's not going to be a first 11 regular you know so it might open up other positions now i don't we're not going to sign koi havertz for example but if they could get koi havertz and they said roy i think havertz could play in the midfield three and will be genie's replacement the overall package will be this. I think they'd pull the trigger on that. They'd sanction yeah. it if it was available and it yeah. came to them. Whereas Werner was always going to be one that's, it'll cover the front three. But it's yeah. a lot of money to cover the front three, isn't it? So, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm split with this one because the way I look at it, our main competition is Man City. Well, dare I say, and again, I hope this doesn't come across arrogant, but our only competition in the league is Man City. Yeah, I agree. And, Again, we ain't going to spend the sort of money they are because, well, we're not a, a, we're not running an illegal football team, which is what they've effectively been doing. But you look at their bench and you look at some of their players and you think, right, we have got to try and compete with them some way, shape or form. And my worry with Liverpool has always been if you lose Alisson, Van Dijk, Mane or Salah, how well do we survive? Because I think midfield, we're absolutely stacked in midfield. And the options we have in midfield are absolutely brilliant. We may not have that one standout superstar name, but any three you play together, they're fantastic. And yeah. they do so much work to allow the rest of the team to facilitate their strengths. The same with Robbo as well. I worry if Robbo gets an, injured, an injury, who comes in to replace him because our creativity comes from, from our fullback. So, but again, if your clock, it's, it's, a, it's a gift and a curse because you've got the best players in the world, but at the same time, how do you go and tell another left back, oh, come in, and but you, you're not going to play regularly because you're behind the best left back in Europe in, exactly. in football at the moment. It's a hard so, sell. It's a hard it's sell. It's very difficult. Yeah. So Morbid Angel yeah. is better than death to graze that Chelsea don't worry, worry him either, which is, you know, echoing what we've just said there. Yeah. Um, Alex has Chelsea said that a million miles away. You know, as we've said, their defence and their goalkeeper situation, I see they're being linked with Dean Henderson now. Yeah. They've been linked yeah. with a 60 million mil for Dean Henderson. You know, 60 million. You want, it's a you want to be in the transfer show? Should have done my transfer show. I got the cheap people. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I got a Berkey. I said, I said, she got a Berkey from uh, Dortmund. Yeah, but no, I, I, I seem to keep him linked with that. Yeah, but they'll get rid of yeah, him. They'll get rid of See what they pay for him 70, 75 million or something Seven, for yeah. Kepa. Don't know more than I was. It was a big figure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chelsea feel like they might be at the moment. They look like. 13-14 Liverpool. Yeah. Great going forward. Shaky at the back. Yeah. And do you know what? That, that'll get you top four. That'll get you a good cup run. It may get you a league. It may not. Mm. We've, you know, it took us 30 years to finally get the balance right. So, yeah. you know. They're, they're six see, months we'll, away we'll from being it. a year away, aren't they? They're, they're not quite, you know, yeah. it's like they're getting they're there to make a charge for it, but they're not, you know, exactly yeah. there. I don't yeah. agree. I, but I don't agree the million miles away because the two games we've played is the Super Cup and the Stamford Bridge games, they, they were tight games, you know, yeah. and that's without 
of Werner and without Azic. You know, they were playing like Giroud up front, who, like him all over him, you know, goes as well against us. You know, and, As- and Azbenega normally does well against us. So Yeah, but they got Kante out for his only two games of the season as well to play against us, you know. So that's, that's yeah. you know, that, and they haven't had him most of the season, which is a, it's a big blow. You know, us lose, it's like us losing Van Dyke. We've seen with City, they lose Laporte, they're in a lot of trouble. I do think that masks the fact that they didn't recruit a company replacement. I think that's the biggest yeah. thing he never did. Crazy. They needed yeah. someone who was better than So for us, we're never going to get someone as good as Van Dyke. We're not. No. What we probably need to have someone who's on par with Gomez or is slightly better than Matic. If we got yeah. someone like that and you got and say I'm not from left, yes, if you lose Van Dyke, it's a it's a big blow. But if you have someone who's on a Gomez slightly better than Matic level, the drop off is still there, but it's not sort of like, oh Jesus Christ, we're yeah. playing this we're playing defensive three or four years ago. I do think yeah. the left backs left back's a bigger concern, I think, than centre back. Um, yeah. who wants to play who wants to play 20 get season. I don't know if you sorry, sorry, I don't know if you've heard anything on this, but I see um and I'm I wasn't agreeing with this idea, but I'm coming around to the idea of it. Um Yamanov Bomb Drawing Frazier is not gonna be playing again for them because he's moving on in the summer. We all knew he was gonna be moving on. Yeah. Could you see someone like him coming in as a left back cover? Because Klopp down the years at Dortmund, he done it as well. He converts wingers into full backs. It's what he does. Yeah. It could be an option, yeah. and maybe that could be an interesting one, you know, because you will get delivery from him if they could walk the on the I, defensive side. Yeah. The other yeah, one I saw uh, was uh, Ward Prowse. I'd love Ward Prowse, yeah, as a right as back. A full, but, but, but as a full back, maybe he's yeah. not a left back. But no, he could still do something like that. It's the way the game's going a little bit, you know. Um, you know, they, they do, the way we play, we like to play with. Very attacking fullbacks. We very rarely are defending unless we're playing some like a City or a United or a Chelsea where we were under the cost mm-hmm. a bit more. So, you know, and the, the good thing for Upson is it is going to do in the world of good to have, to have a rest now and again. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not a bad thing, you yeah. know. It's it's, it's one uh, criticism maybe of Klopp. Not a criticism. I don't criticize Klopp. He knows what he's doing more than, more than I do. I'm having yeah. a stink out of a season on football manager with Newell's old boys. So my <laughs> managerial credentials up at all. But, you know, maybe the lack of rotation, a lack of, lack, you know, not the lack of options. You know, in games where we're even winning, you could maybe bring in a security or... Uh, you yeah, know, Cook, you Jones. You know, if you're three 0 up and the game is dead, and he doesn't sort of blow them in, and you'd you'd like to think that well, that would work. But look, he knows more than we do, so I'm not going to tell him how yeah. to do his job. You know what I mean? I'm not that. I'm not that stupid. Um, Graham Doyle um has put a comment in here. How many teams have two forwards scoring twenty plus goals a season? So I'm not bothered about not getting Werner, and it's a very good point. And another point I wanted to make about Werner because we've moved on to this and it's going to tie in with one of the other games today. Danny Ings has scored something like 16 goals for Southampton this season. He is phenomenal for them. Uh, is 16 goals in 20... It's not as good as Timo Werner's ratio. I think Danny Ings has got a goal once every... One, one goal every 130 minutes and Timo Werner has a goal every 102 minutes. But you'd say he's in a harder league and he's in a struggling side. Now, that to me is a is a centre forward. At forty million, maybe centre forward. If you were to try and buy him now, throw the English tax on him and all that, he couldn't get on our bench. So, it's not easy 
to fill that position. You know, people think, oh, we should have bought Werner. Someone made a comment uh, on Twitter to me yesterday about, oh, well, what Man City would just do and would have, look at their bench, they have Man, uh, Mares and Mane or Sané. They have two but, but they're happy, as someone pointed out, like, how do you, how is Mares happy? Because he's earning more to sit on their bench than Air Hoyest Erner is for playing. You mm. know, so money talks yeah. for a lot of them teams. You can't compare how Liverpool do with the how. The- how the others do, the especially thing, Man City. The only thing with the Ings situation is, I think what goes against, which is probably you'd go for a Werner over an Ings, is his age. And he, he's not slow, but he's certainly not, not as rapid as Werner is. Yeah. You know, uh, and the big thing for him is his injury records, the main reason he didn't, get a, he didn't get a run at Liverpool. Yeah. And I think the reason he's playing so... I've seen a lot saying we should have kept him and got rid of Origi. And I see the point because of the goals he scored. But the reason he scores so many goals is because he's playing regularly. Exactly. And because exactly. of his knee injuries, he needs a rhythm. He needs to play a lot. Origi's younger, and in fairness to him, he actually seems to be a better suited to be a sub. He's not. Yeah. I, I mean, I, this is where I'd like another attacker in because I'd like someone who is more of a natural starter. For me, I'd keep Origi. As Same. long as you understood, he is he is solely a bench player and a cup player. That's all. That's yeah. his role. Is you're coming off to create a bit of madness for the last 20 minutes and Nick there's a goal, or you're going to start in the cup games. That is that is your role. If you're happy with that, which I think Klopp's probably told him that's what his role is, so yeah. be it. But then if we bought someone like a Werner, it would be one of four would start and a Riga's bench option. And mm. I think that's how, and that to me would be enough. But maybe, I mean, there is talk, you know, maybe Minamino is the. Well, that's it. He's the forgotten the option. man, isn't he? You know, he is the yeah. forgotten option. Stephen O'Connor put the point. Sharp. Sorry, go ahead, Callum. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say uh, from I mean reports have come out saying that Minamino's looked quite sharp as well. Yeah. I was going to follow up on your Ryan Fraser um, question as well. Um, we had um, the pleasure of having David Lynch on our channel last night, yeah. and um, we actually put the name Ryan Fraser to him, and he, he completely shut it down. Yeah. So Spurs um, or Arsenal, let's say he'll end up. Yeah. But um, it's it's going to be difficult finding players. But I um, I agree with, I agree with you, Chris. We I, I would like to see another forward of some sort come in. But I do it's, want us to keep Origi as well. There, Stephen O'Connor threw in the chat there about the Afcon being a major concern, losing both the goal threats, and um, without yes. adequate cover, could derail our season. We say that all the time, but you I know, think it's been it, moved to the summer now, wasn't it? Has it been moved? Because it came out yesterday it's, that it's it wasn't. Not- Oh right, they're, okay. They're Last night, it was it, it was muted. They were going to move it because they thought no one was going to use it. There's no guarantee it'll still be safe. Yeah, no, they were. That was apparently that was the talk. It was going to get moved, but it came out yesterday that they're still trying to get it on in January. So yeah. that that will be a concern if it goes ahead. Mm-hmm. But I think you know Liverpool. I think will plan accordingly to that. Now, if the threat of that is there, I think they'll bring in an option or they'll look at what they have and they'll say, "Look, we've." We've got I mean, did, Minamino, Firmino, and throw in Elliot or some Jones. A and other Jones exactly, mm. and you might be able to get a, get around it that way. I, I, do wonder security. If, uh, mm, I do wonder once once we've secured the league, if there's plenty of games left. Hopefully, there is. Does he then try something a bit different? Does he yeah. try? I know people get form. I know people get obsessed with formations, but they try like four two three ones. They try a four foot a four four two, but as a diamond, you know, minimally at a tip with like a, a Salamani up front. Just a bit of a different because if it doesn't work, you've got five. You've got we can bring five subs in anyway. But there's it's a competitive game, but 
the points aren't riding on it as much as he'd like to get the points total. It's this may be the best time for us to check it because realistically, when the season finishes, we've only got like was it a month, a month and a half off, and then we're back. We're back, you yeah. know. If, yeah. And if you're City and you get to the Champions League fan, you've probably got two weeks off. So yeah, he's got to treat this almost like as this is next season prep more than once we once the title secured. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Heat Newland just put a comment in there about Gav deep into golf practice tonight. Gav refuses to do Friday night heat because he sits at home and watches the Late Late Show and other crap TV that comes on. So he says Fridays <laughs> are not for him. So yeah, he, he, he has a night off, a well earned night off tonight. So we won't uh, hold, we won't hold him up on that one. Uh, David Wall just put in about no league cup games next season. Could stunt the youngsters. What do you make of that? The news that the top seven teams, I think, are going to be exempt from League Cup. <laughs> we do, we do that anyway. Yeah, well, that, that, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's. Um... <laughs> we we do that. We do that since clock came, which is just yeah. play all the play all the seventeen year olds. So it makes no difference. Yeah, it's um, a good idea because it. That guy's going to make it save you. I'm sorry. I think it's a good idea because you've got to reduce the game. So if, if the scene's going to be crammed together. It's just if they're going to play the kids, just price it accordingly and be honest yeah. up front. We're going to play. We're going to play solely kids in this competition until we get to semis. If we get to semis, that's it. It's that's ironic because that's because we asked for help with this with the uh, World Club Championships. And we yeah. were lambasted for playing kids. We all got lambasted for how embarrassing letting your kids get beat five yeah. now. We don't care about this tournament. You go well. This tournament we, we're in has been in place since. I mean, to the FA and the EFL, you've known since the first week in May. That either Liverpool or Tottenham will be in this World Club Championship, and there will be a clash. Yeah. And he didn't bother changing it. Exactly. You know, it's just quite, ridiculous I, planning. Yeah, I'm quite glad because Klopp's so secure in his role. He's been able to call out if you know it's good. Right, I'll put my kids. Let the Shrewsbury think. I've yeah. got a two week break. We'll, we'll replay the middle of two week break. I'll just play your kids then. Yeah. I'm not even going to be there. Yeah. yeah. And, I quite, I, and, and you know, you know, and unfortunately, to put the media, they, they went with the the uh, the hysteria of isn't it disrespectfully going. Well, he's making a bigger point about players getting injured, and guess what? Mm. A year later, well, we need to drop the league cup because players might get injured. Shock and I see, I see Shrewsbury done a statement the other day about their season, <laughs> and they threw in uh, about how you know Klopp and Liverpool cost them millions, lucrative uh, TV deal, and all this sort of stuff. You know, it's it's so, so sour grapes. You know, they jump and trying yeah. to grab the low hanging fruit there, aren't they? And it's just. Yeah, if your if your financial if your financial model is based on we have to get a replay against the big club, yeah, your financial model is looking and get out. and get walloped by the Liverpool force team rather than have a go at the the kids, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of minnows, look, speaking of minnows, let's move on to Everton. Um, Excellent. <laughs> Right. Yeah, great so, segue. You like that? So we've got yeah. the Side Derby on Sunday, lads. It's a, it's going to be a different Merseyside Derby. In fact, lads, before we go on, I just want to say, if anyone, I'm looking at the comments tonight, and it's great, they're all flying in, and I'm brutal at checking the comments, so, you know, I'm doing my best here, but I'm noticing <laughs> that it's all on YouTube, which is wonderful, by the way, which is great, but... I don't know if there's an issue with Periscope, but we do seem to have sort of intermittent problems with Periscope and the chats don't always be up. So anyone that listens to us on Periscope, look, we're not going to tell you which way to listen. But if you can, switch over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel. You'll get all the shows and there won't be any any problems there or anything. So I don't know if there's an issue tonight. We're not getting any comments in or whether everyone is just migrated over. But just in case, if we can, you know, bear that in mind going forward, that'd be great. So sorry, lads. Back to the Ev. Callum. 
how do you rate our chances against these on Sunday? Or what are you are you weary about it? Are you worried? How are you feeling? No, um, I, again, it's probably going to come as really arrogant, but this is the most calm I've been before Merseyside derby at Goodison Park for a long time. Yeah. I think this, the fact that there's no fans there, strips everything away. It's eleven v eleven. You haven't got the atmosphere of the crowd getting on the refs back because let's face it, in the past couple of seasons, the ref has given them some favourable decisions at Goodison Park that sort yeah. of interrupted the game, etc. There's going to be none of that. It's going to be who's got the better eleven, who's got the better team. And you only have to look at the league table. You only have to look at history. You only have to look at the quality of our players. If our players play anywhere close to 100%, we could absolutely batter these lot. And yeah. I get Carlo Ancelotti is a fantastic manager and a manager I'll always respect, but he hasn't had enough time, in my opinion, with these players. He's not been able to put his stamp on the club. And the, the the way we're playing, the way we play, if we hit any sort of heights, we could give these guys a real rolling over, in my opinion. So I, I'm I'm fully confident. Confident enough. What about you, Chris? Um, yeah, I'm fair. I mean, I hate derbies. I've always hated them. Even even though our record and his brilliance lately, the the the, the game I want to get out the way because uh, once it's over, I'm normally quite demoralised. Um, <laughs> I sort of feel like at the moment is. Looking at their injury list, um, you'd like if we were, this wasn't a COVID situation. Um, you'd say, Liverpool, get at these quick, hard first 20 30 minutes, show no respect, and rattle through them. But for what we've seen in the um, build up all the other games, it's slow 20 minutes, slow build up. I think people are feeling the feet out, and I feel that gives Everton a ch- chance to get a gate, uh, a bit of a, a base camp. Um, so that's my only slight concern. I do think we should should win. Um, partly because I think we've got a better side. Look at they've got key injuries through the middle of the spine of the team, which I think is a bit of a killer for them. Um, and I, I just think in these sort of games, it sounds it will sound arrogant, uh, but I don't care. Um, the team that has something riding on the game more will tend to find something. Will tend to find a way through. Like we need this win to try and secure the title. Everton have an outside chance of Europe, but with the injuries now, is it enough? You know, that's why the Tottenham and the United States there was quite interesting because they both had to ride on it and, you know, the second half was better. That's why I was quite surprised with, you know, I'm not surprised, but that's why Norwich was really disappointing in their second half is they need five, six wins to stay up out of nine yeah. and they were so limp second half, it was untrue. Mm. So, yeah. you like think Liverpool will find a way. The one thing I think that's going to help us is with the five subs, throwing on someone like a Chamberlain, a Cater, a Minimino, with 20, 30 to go if you need to win it. Yeah. I think that injection of pace and quality is possibly going to be the thing that sees us through, which I don't think Everton have got that level of quality on their bench because unfortunately for them, a lot of their players are injured. That's so true. A lot of players who would have been there, a lot of players who probably would have been their bench changes are going to have to start, yeah. which then means they have to look at their academy. So, it's a good know, point. I know, it, and I, know I, I know anything can happen in a derby, but we should still... Do it, I would think. You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? Kev O'Sullivan put in the chat there. Carlo probably set them up for the draw, but he simply doesn't have the caliber of player to do it. And it's it's a great point because you know Carlo Carlo Ancelotti is one of the best managers of the last forty years, mate. No doubt about it. You know he's he's a very good coach, but he's he's built that reputation up by coaching Pirlo, Seidorf, um, you know list through all Kaka. the players he's had. Kaka, you got players at PSG, Bayern Munich. 
Chelsea, you know, he hasn't been working with Mason Holgate and uh, no disrespect to Mason Holgate um, or Gilfie Sigurdsson or Dominic, what's his name? Calvert-Leon. Yeah. Pony, Muck. They're not good enough, you know, and they're not the quality or calibre of player that Carlo Ancelotti has been used to. And he's never been a manager for for um, building a team from, you know, uh, from... No, he hasn't done it for a while. From building a team up from scratch to to dominate, and he he could. I think he'll get them a decent team in a year or two if he sticks around. But that, I can't see uh, it. This is the first. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package, but that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. So in a while, I, I, we probably faced an episode, episode where you've looked at the manager gone. he could do something. He, you know, he, could, yeah. think, he, could, he could think of something creative that, with, that, that will take a bit of work it out. The previous ones had silver, and you know uh, the other ones. Dutch better than, but you sort of going. I don't. I can't see them throwing a surprise that we're not yeah. going to expect. Ancelotti, yeah. with, with all their injuries and how poor some of their, their players are, has the ability and has the the skill to throw something out there. Now it's whether the players are good enough to um, implement it. You know, it's whether does Jordan Pickford have one of these infamous derby brain farts, which he's. He hasn't done yet Goodison yet, but he, you know, Man. when he gets, he, he's one of those guys that he's got the Joe Hart about him. Is he gets too pumped up for a game, and he's so pumped up yeah. that he forgets what he's doing, and that's his big issue. He almost yeah. like he's taking Valium before the game, just calm down, and then he'd be all right. <laughs> Graham throws in the so, chat there about Everton flying out with the traps in the first 20 minutes like madmen but will run out of gas do you think the lack of crowd at Goodison will have an impact on how they even start the game Callum do you think um, you know the fact that there's not going to be a crowd in there and that that's usually the only thing that that nearly gets gives them the advantage is having that crowd there all them savages in the crowd doing you know booing and pushing down walls and all this sort of carry on like are they not are they going to miss that or will their sound effects just be a load of bills and murderers <laughs> and all these sort of things you know that you usually get at Goodison uh, and their videos <laughs> with the fans will just be all their fans doing pushing things you know that's <laughs> yeah. just to get the just to get the players up to it because I think they're going to look I, I've said all along I think the technical teams are going to whip the the lesser teams and I think this is going to be a prime example what do you think Callum? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I just, I can't, and again, it's going to sound arrogant, I can't see how and where they beat us. Right, defensively, we're a lot stronger. I mean, Dominic Calvert-Lewin versus Van Dijk and Gomez, I've, I've got them two just shutting him out. Yeah. Midfield-wise, like, who have they got in midfield that's going to rival any midfield three we play? I just, I don't think, I think this is the worst possible time for them to play us. I mean, them not having a crowd, I think, plays into our hands just brilliantly. And as you said about Pickford, for example, he's going to now be in a position where he's going to pump himself up. But who's he pumping himself up for? Mm. Is he doing it for the crowd? Who, like, who's he doing it for now? And he has got a mistake in him every time I watch him play. And I just think Everton, 
I mean, I think they're either going to come out extremely cautious or extremely gung-ho. I don't think there's going to be any in between. However, either way, I think we control the game. And I, I, I do see us getting the first a, the goal or the first goal within the first 30 minutes. And I see us running out clear winners. I just, I don't think they've got anything for us. And without the crowd, I think it's going to be even worse. Yeah, I agree. I think that's definitely how it's going to go. Kev, thrown in there, what you make it? Or the Charleston comments. Don't worry, Kev, I have it on me. On the agenda here, and we'll move on to it now. Um, Chris, have you seen the Richarlison comments? Yeah, I, I like Keith. I thought I thought it from uh, Kev. Sorry, I thought it from a while ago because uh, I thought I'd seen him say that something like that before. Um, if he gets you up for it, mate, good luck. Um, my <laughs> thing for Everton would be the comments like that have a real habit of biting you in the arse. Now, not not be funny. Klopp's record so far is. Play 10 1 7, drawn three against Everton. And I've not seen one interview yet of a Liverpool player saying, We're going to smash him, we're going to do this, we're going to show him how it's done. And to be fair, you know, even Dexy Lofton's kept quiet, you know, which I know everyone gets upset when he, does an, when he does an interview, but, you know, everyone's just concentrating on the game. And I'm a bit like, Concentrate on the game, concentrate and do it. Do you know what? Run past Van Dyke, put it top bid, win 1 0. Do you know what? Give it the big and after it. And no one will say anything. You know, you've got, you've, you have to take it on the chin. You're just setting yourself up. And yeah. in nice, nice way to Rochelle said, he scored a good goal at Anfield, a good header. But, you know, the derby against the kids, you know, he had, yeah. he had Nat Phillips putting him, uh, put him on his arse enough times. And Nat Phillips is bang average. You know, he's playing German second division. You know, yeah. we literally brought him back for a cup game and sent him back to German second division. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit like... Do it in the game first. Talk yeah, afterwards. Don't exactly. don't don't build yourself up. You know. And look, I've had years of watching Liverpool. You know, in the nineties and the early two thousands, talk up. We're going to do this to United. This is our time. Yeah. And then we get smacked four 0 And you sat there looking at Danny Murphy, Jenna, going, just shut up. Yeah. You know. Exactly. It's a great so, point. Actually, it's a great point. Just yeah. don't talk about it. Do it afterwards. Callum, would you? What's your take on this? Do you think I the mean, comments are new or because I've seen some people, Everton fans claiming they're they're made up and all, but the echo and all are upon them a few of them, even if they're from a few years back, it, it's naive, isn't I think it? Are, it does feel like an old one. Yeah, yeah I one. mean, there's a lot of salt in those comments, isn't there? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're saying you dribble past him. Like, isn't that your oh, job? I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember yeah, doing that. Did he do but, it? Because oh, I'm trying to think. I don't remember him dribbling past one. But as an attacker, isn't that, isn't that his job? His job's to dribble past people, isn't it? So, you sh- I mean, you should eat like you've dribbled past him once, and you- you're talking about it. Um, we don't see Messi going on the soapbox and saying, "I dribble past Thiago Silva once." Yeah. He just does it. Um, I think Richarlison. If if this is the attitude they've got, then it's fair enough. It's it's up to them. But he sits there and he said Liverpool aren't that great. But I mean, Champions League winners, European Super Cup, World Club Championship. 20 odd points clear in the premiership I think we are pretty great and I think that's why people are talking about us not just for the sake of it we're breaking records left right and centre we're doing stuff that other teams haven't done before this is why people are talking about it. they're not just talking about us for the sake of it so it just seems a bit bitter um, but again if that's what he needs to get himself pumped up we've seen it with I mean Haaland did it before we played them in the yeah. Champions League uh, we saw how that turned out Pickford's talked about Allison in the past. We've seen how that's turned out. So I love Andy. Learn. Yeah, yeah it's I, one of my favourite teams. 
one of my favourite things when you hear players, even when you go back to Man City players, oh, we won't be intimidated playing in Anfield in the Champions League because we play there in the league and it's the exact same. And it turned out not to be the exact same. <laughs> yeah. We had good Johnson doing the same years ago with Chelsea. And now it's, it's, you love to hear them, you know, talking because I don't really buy into mind games, to be honest, right? With the whole Alex yeah. Ferguson thing and Kevin Keegan. I, I don't buy in. I think it gets overplayed. I think there's a bit in it, but I think it gets overplayed. But when you hear players saying that, you're just like, just concentrate you're on your own. Yeah, you're losing your focus. And that's what they're doing. You know, that they're putting, the, to, whether that's coming to them from the club and the, you know that they're, yeah. they're saying. The thing he's a really good player, and he's, he's a, a tough he's player got, as well. He, yeah, he's, he's, got got a skill, he's got the ability, and he's got the toughness that yeah you don't want. He's got all the attributes you don't want to play against as a fullback. So yeah. show that on the pitch. Go and roof it top corner, and then trust me, you'll get all the accolades then, and you can give it the big one after that because everyone will go. Well, he did. He did run. You know, he did run past Van Dijk and put it in the top corner. And he won. Yeah. yeah, and everyone will remember. Fair enough. Macar yeah. said a good point there. We've had a problem scoring in recent years at their place, and we have. But I, we spoke about this the other night when I done a show. Um, there's there's been circumstances, you know. We we haven't been we have full we strength. Haven't we haven't been. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think was we played Clav and left back one though game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Solanke I mean, was up front on right. his own. I think in yeah, one of them yeah. was he. Well, now it's. I, I, I still think it's amazing. Ragnarok landing at left back and we get a draw. Jesus Christ. It's, Am I right in saying the last, yeah. is the last goal we got at Goodison was that the Mane late winner? Yeah. Yeah. That's any clock win he's had at Goodison. All the others have been draws. But, but again, as I said, we, yeah. we've never played strong, our strongest sides in the, the, no. the next two because it's like between the Roma game or we've, we've had yeah. another priority. Which hasn't exactly. been, you know, so that doesn't help. I mean, the last game, you know, Salah missed two sitters, which yes. should have been better. You know, Fabino missed the sitter. So, yeah, the but last year was more they got the draw that cost us the league, should, you know. Yeah, that's the highlight of Yeah, sloppy, sloppy finishing. Which exactly. It's probably, st- it's probably still an area that we could improve on. As great as our front three are and our attacking play is, we have element. We have, we still have these sloppy moments and maybe that's where the frustration with Averna comes in where you're thinking maybe we had someone like that to bring off the bench yeah. as a bit of a nick and someone's to nick it yeah. you know maybe that's the enhancement but look that could be Minamina that could be Harvey Elliott that exactly. could be Cater next year for, for all we yeah. know next year the midfield th- the midfield three if we still play a three could be Henson Fabino Cater and Wijnaldum's a bench option well, that's it, yeah. Because I'm gonna. To be fair, it's not a bad, it's not a bad, it's not a bad bench option to be ended up. No, with. certainly isn't. It certainly isn't. Now, I've I've mocked Everton a bit, and you know they're they're not that bad. They are, they're brutal. But where do we think their threat is going to come from, uh, Callum? What do you think is the threat from Everton? Is it the Charleston or what? What way do you think they're going to go at it? Um, I'm trying to. Is is Luca Dean? Is he fit for the game? Yeah, I think so, uh, yeah. Okay, so I think I, I do rate him. I actually rate Sadibi. I do rate their fullbacks. Um, I don't think Sadibi's as good going forward as he's defensively. I think he's very good defensively. Uh, whereas Luca D, I think, is the opposite. He's very good going forward, but very average uh, defending. Yeah. I think if they can get the fullbacks forward, crossing the ball into Calvert-Lewin, maybe that could be a, a chance. But apart from that, I don't see them breaking us down in the middle of the park. I mean, if we go with Fabinho... Henderson and Wijnaldum, I 
I don't see how they don't get dominated in midfield. Um, I think it's got to come from the fullbacks and hoping that they can get good uh, quality deliveries in there for Calvert-Lewin to attack. Otherwise, I don't see how else they break us down. Set pieces, they'd be playing for set pieces, I'd say, yeah. as well. You know, getting the ball in. Dean does have a good delivery. Uh, Sigurdsson has good delivery. Um, Chris, what about you? What do you think would be the threat from the Ev? Yeah, yeah, largely agree. Callum, um, I do think on the break, it, they can get the ball to Richarlison. You know, I think him on the break, that's what that's why he's probably what gets the best out of his assets. Walcott probably would have been the other option for them on the break, but he's out. Yeah, I mean, Walcott is a very erratic footballer, but the one thing he is, is rapid. And I think on the break, that's where maybe we, they can help us. I think what's killed them is they haven't got enough um, energy in the middle of the park. You know, mm. Delph has got the experience to give them that, but he's injured. Yeah. A shock horror again. Uh, I think mm. the young lad who's, um, is it Grabarum? Oh, Yeah, he's the most unlucky yeah, yeah. footballer I've ever heard of. You know, Paul yeah. rips his thigh and then uh, first day back at training, he's, I think he's done his Achilles, you know. Yeah. But I think he's, but I think he's the midfielder they need. Because from what I've, uh, from my blue mates I've spoken to, he that's what he is. He's box to box, all sort of energy. That's what they need, probably next to a Delph or a Sigurdsson, just some yeah. legs. And I just think, you know, Davis has element has has talent, but he's so erratic, and I don't think he's got the energy to do it. But do you know Sigurdsson what? Lads? is not a central midfielder. We'll be trying to predict the lineups actually now that we're sort of talking about it. So yeah. we'll go with the Liverpool lineup, right? So I think we're all gonna go with Allison and Gold, yeah. And are we yeah, all thinking yeah. that our back four will be the the steady back four with Trent, Virgil, Gomez and Robbo will be the back four. I know Robbo was yeah. was he missing training the other day, but he's okay. Yeah. Midfield, what way is do you think it goes? Do you have Fabinho, Hendo and Winaldum, or do you see a change in there? I think I think Kate is going to start. Yeah. I think I think okay. Henderson. I think Hay- Henderson going to play at the the base of the midfield, and I think Wijnaldum and Kate will play. I think Fabinho can be a bit of a slow start when it comes to playing after a long break. I think his quality is un- unmatched in our midfield. I think he's by far our best defensive midfielder, but I think he's a he's very much a rhythm and a routine player. Once he gets in the swing yeah. of things, he's he's brilliant. But I think this game, I think. And, and where Kate has been apparently so good in training, he's bulked up a bit. He look he looks like a new man. He looks like he's really settled yeah. in. So I think Cater and Wijnaldum will play either side of Henderson. And um, what do you think, Chris? Um, I didn't had the Champions League final three. Uh, I, I know what Cameron means because we we saw for being after his injury, he never quite got back into the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is more like a pre a mini preseason and. Because there's no crowd there, it's not. I don't think it's going to be quite as up and matting and scaring as it normally is at Goodison. So I just feel his experience and what he's very good at for being probably better than Henderson is he's good at slowing the game down when you need it to. But they still got this clever chip pass he can do over to the front three. So uh, um, me personally, that's the three I go for. If it ends up being you know Cater instead of Fabino. It, it it's no real loss if you know what I mean. Uh, I think if the rumor that Salah was injured is true, then I would be saying start Cater uh, yeah. because I don't think that midfield three works if one of the front three are out. I think then we need a, some we need a dynamism in the midfield. Then we saw at Old Trafford that midfield three doesn't work if you lose a Salah or a Mane or a Fabinho. You lo- we, good point. we lose an edge. We lose an edge then. So if the Salah if the rumors of Salah being injured are true, 
then you probably do have to mix it up a little bit. I mean, the pitch yeah. was he was training today, so yeah, you know, talking he's got COVID, probably not true. Yeah, yeah, that uh, was <laughs> a, a scurrilous rumor that started in this parish uh, recently. So you're going with the Champions League midfield, Chris? Yeah, so you're going for a yeah. Fabinho, Genie, Hendo midfield. Yeah, I've just like, tried and tested in these sort of games, but if it ends up being Cater starting, I've got yeah. no qualms. About I, that. I have a, a mix of the two there because I'm going with Fabinho, Henderson, and Cater. I think. Oh. I think Firmino will start, but I think Keita could force his way in for Genie. The huge Genie fan. I just think he might, you know, Keita by all accounts has been exceptional in training and has done well in the two sort of uh, runouts that he's had. I know one was against the other Liverpool team and the, the Blackburn game, but, but still, you know, Klopp has been a fan of, you know, train training. well and you get chance. So that's what I think will happen. Up front, do we do we think Salah will play? Because I'm assuming Bobby and Mane are in all of our teams. Do we think Salah will feature or do you see a surprise there? I think he plays if he's fit. If Klopp thinks he's fit, he'll play him. If not, he'll probably throw in Diva Garigi because yeah. he'll give pick for flashbacks. Yeah. What about you, yeah. Colin? But, as much I, as I don't I like think, starting. Yeah, I think I think Origi will start. I, I'll be honest. I I hate seeing Origi out on the wing because yeah. I think he's he's so wasted out there. Um, and it obviously means we switch Mane over to the right. And although Mane is very good there, I just feel he's adapted to being on the left hand side so well and the link up player Firmino. However, I I don't think we're in a position where we have to necessarily risk players even if if they're not 100 percent fit. Yeah. As much as I'd love to see Salah play because he is our he's our goal getter. I just uh, if if there was only a couple of points in it between us and Man City, I'd be like, yeah, it's worth the risk. We yeah. just pick up the three points, we take each game as it comes. I don't think we have that risk. Um, so if Salah's fit, if he's one hundred percent fit, he starts. But I don't know if he's one hundred percent fit, so I'm gonna I'm gonna predict Origi, but hope for Salah. Yeah, so where I am with it, I'm the exact same there. I have Bobby Mane and Origi playing as well because like that. <sighs> he, if he's not 100% fit, I wouldn't risk him. I'd be looking to get this game done and won and then get him in for the next game on Wednesday, you know, where we potentially will be winning the league, you know. So, look, whatever comes of that, comes of that. Do you want to try and predict the Everton lineup, or is that just pulling names out of a hat? I mean, Little Arms Pickford, try. he'll be in goal. Right? So he's in goal. <laughs> T-Rex. T-Rex. Dinya is going to be left back. Have you got Sadibi? I had Coleman, but yeah, I forgot about Sadibi. I go Sadibi. Yeah. Keane and Holgate, will it? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't. I think Holgate's a good centre back. Keane's the Keane's the issue for them. Too Their centre back partner probably should be Holgate and Mina. Probably on their mm. best two centre backs. Yeah. Me, Mina's, Mina's injured as well, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Mina's Mina's out. Um, Walcott's out, and so is uh, Grabanum. And yeah. I think I think Gomez is back though. Yeah, Gomez is back. I think it'd be Gomez, Sigurdsson, Sigurdsson. And, yeah. and Davis. I forgot about Davis, which, yeah. Which yeah. is, I can't think of else they've got, because I think, uh, I think, I think I read Schneidlin's out as well. Schneid, yeah, he's got, he, they agreed yeah, to deal yeah. to sell him today, didn't they, to Nice, I think, um, have a great yeah, deal sure. to take him for next season. So I wouldn't say he's yeah. going to be in favour. Um, Callum, what do you think? Have you any ideas in the midfield there? Are they... Uh, um, I think I I think I agree with that. The only thing I'm thinking is 
who's there? Do they have any other centre backs? Because I wouldn't be surprised if Carlo went for three at the back in this game and, and played Sadibi and, and Luca Dean as as wing backs. But I don't yeah. think they just have. I don't think they have any other centre backs. I don't think this way, unless it's a kid. That's the only thing yeah. is unless they throw this way. Yeah. He, he might do something quite. He might throw a kid in. Like a, I don't think he it, will in this game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Was it yeah, I mean, Spurs did it against us. Was it Tanganga they threw him for the Yeah, Tanganga, yeah. yeah. And he just put him in a man-marking job on Manny. Yeah. 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 He, did, he did really well. They may do, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He may find someone like that in the, in the squad who's just like, look, he's really good at man-marking Richarlison in training. He could do the job on Manny. But the thing yeah. about no, Tanganga is Tanganga's a unit and he can run, you know, like, do we ever yeah, have yeah, any yeah. of them? I don't think so, you know. Maybe I'm wrong, I don't know whoever didn't have it. I don't know what I'm yeah, saying, yeah. I don't know, having a blatant clear. <laughs> but from what I've read, I don't think they have many options at centre-back, so it could be, mm. I agree, a three at the back could be spicy and might be something that they consider. But with needs most, I can see them going with the four. So in midfield, who do you think... Yeah, I, I've got to agree with Chris. I think it's going to be Davis, Gomez and um, Sigurdsson. It's yeah, not very think, solid, isn't it? Or? No, they've, they've never replaced Sigurdsson the Sagan again. Yeah. They just haven't replaced him. And Arthur, Arthur that should have been a pro. Yeah, he's a quality footballer. He is. Really, really solidified their PSG's midfield as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. Maybe they bought Kabam and thinking he could do that, and it's, they've just been unlucky. Yeah. And now we, I know he's yeah. a centre back or a defensive midfielder, so maybe he was the the option there. Yeah, Delph as well can do that, but has yeah. been injured as well. So you're going Sigurdsson, Gomez, and Davis. I I went Sigurdsson, Gomez, and Richarlison at the tip of a tree, and I then went with because I couldn't think of who was playing for them. I knew Walcott was injured. I have Bernard and Iwobi on the wings. And Calvert Leon up front. Forgot about it. Uh, I actually knew he was injured. Is he physically? A Wobie? A Wobie, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just, I just, just pulling names I, out of hat, you know what I mean? I, 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 just, I just assumed he was injured. Uh, yeah, I had Bernard, Calvert Leon, and I actually didn't stick with Charleston as a three. Yeah. yeah. Same, yeah. same here. Exact same yeah. three. I think Bernard's a, an underrated player. Uh, yeah, technically he's very very good I think the physicality he suffers with a little bit but yeah, technical ability he's really good I mean, he was great for when he played for Shakhtar that's mm. true I mean you could put him in against you know and tell him look you just worry about going forward and give the Liverpool fullback something to think about and stop them going mm. constantly on the on the attack but well, even no matter what way we go through that lads I don't think they have too much that are going to really stop us you know it's you know, very sad. It's it's. I'm I'm heartbroken for them that they just don't have any options. But you know, needs must. We just have to go in there. So, where do we see this game being won or lost? And the high unlikely chances of it being lost, Chris. Where do you where where is it going to be decided for you? Is it just going to be there technically? What I bet that team. Oh, there'll be one area that you think will do it for us. I think it's a combination of technically we are a we are a better team. Uh, I think the bench wins it for us. Because the nine subs, I mean, I've had a look at nine subs we could name Chamberlain, Cater, Minamino, Elliot, Jones, and Origi, Milner, all on the bench. And yeah. you've still got Matip and Adrian. Yeah. And if you do that, you've still got Love from Lalana, Williams, and Callagher in reserve. Shakiri. Uh, yeah, Shakiri. I mean, I, I think he's. I, I think he's injured. Un- he's still injured. Unsurpri- <laughs> unsurprisingly, he's still yeah, injured. Lalana as well. Uh, you know, this. Yeah. yeah Crazy. So, I think that's what's going to win, uh, be the turning point. point. If it's if we're winning, drawing, or even if we're unfortunately behind, I think 
having that many game changes among off the bench will be uh, what we need. I mean, look, I, I hope we're comfortably ahead and the last 20 minutes we can throw on Elias and Jones and say, yeah. have some fun and have some experience in this side derby where the pressure is off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, With the forced team. Yeah, yeah. If I'm honest, I don't think that's going to happen because derbies at Goodison are always tight. They're always horrible. There's no mere snide tackle in there somewhere. So, I think it's going to be all the first team eleven, and you know the first teams will get brought on the likes of Chamberlain, Cater, Matip if you need to 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 box it off. So yeah. I think it's a. I think this is probably one of the games where the bench needs to win it for you. Yeah, Callum. What about yourself? Do you see the bench having an impact? Or where do you think it'll be won or lost for us? I, I again, I'm, I'm going to sound really arrogant. I, I, I don't worry about it. We're all arrogant. <laughs> I think the game's over within 60 minutes. I really do. I mean, no crowd, Everton's lack of personnel. The fact that I think Klopp's going to really want to stamp down and make a statement. The fact I think the players are so hungry to get this title over the line because we could have had it taken away from us, even though we're 25 points, we're 22 now, but 25 points clear before. I think these players are going to have no mercy, and I, I think we, we'll have it wrapped up by sixty minutes, and then I think we'll we'll play people like Minamino and and anyone else who who needs a few minutes to integrate into the team, and I, I think we'll be comfortable. Yeah, um, I think I think we'll we'll win it by dominating in midfield again. Our, our midfield is often criticised for not being the most creative, and it, it's not. But their sacrifice is allowing the rest of the team to thrive and do what exactly. they do best. So. Yeah. If that's what it takes, if I mean, if you don't have a creative midfielder, but you've got two fullbacks who put up figures of 12, 13 assists each, that's 26 assists. You're not going to get one single midfielder that yeah. gives you 26 assists in one season. So it is what it is. I'm staggered how many Liverpool fans don't understand that. And I don't mean to sound patronising when I say that, you know, how they don't understand. But, you know, the Liverpool midfield is a functional cog of a machine and it allows fullbacks. If you had attacking midfielders and attacking fullbacks, you're just going to be exposed. And we're not Man City, despite what people want to say, you know, if City can do this, why can't we? Because we're a different team, we're we're built a different way. We have airway and airway is working. Them players that will be in that midfield will be in there to run the balls off themselves to allow the other guys to play and uh, you know I'm not saying no one's beyond criticism but you know criticise if there's something to criticise don't criticise because you'd rather have a fantasy football sort of stuff and you know 10 players attacking you know it's not like that and and we're never going to be like that certainly not on their club so and and don't don't get me wrong I I do think an attacking midfielder could work but it's not going to work against the the top teams you can get away with it against your, your Norwich and your teams like that but against the Man City if we went with attacking fullbacks and a, and a number 10 and only had two midfielders who were willing to sort of track back all the time, I think we'd get ripped apart. Yeah, it's true, you know, and it's 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 not as easy as it is in FIFA or any of them sort of things yeah. to do with them, you know, but people... The exciting thing now for, for Liverpool fans is this will be the first time Klopp's had to do a rebuild Yeah, at some point. You know, he's, uh, he, at Dortmund, he always had his players ripped off him. So yeah. it wasn't really a rebuild, it was like... Yeah, like us, we used to lose players every summer yeah. and go, oh, God, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe I don't know if it is. Maybe that's the evolution he's going to look at. Is well, I, I play this four three three because I have Manny Firmino Salah, so yeah. I'll play to their strengths. But eventually, they're not going to be here. So maybe then we switch. We end up playing two holders 
and an attacking four, and yeah. the fullbacks don't attack as much. Exactly. That's, when he, yeah. gets to, that's yeah. when he gets the players he wants. So that could be the evolution. Oh, as Callum mentioned, uh, attacking midfielder, maybe that is what we need against the bottom 10, 12. Because look, as great as you know the Villa win was, it's one of my favourite wins, beating Villa 2 1. It's it said to me the title we were definitely going to do a proper yeah, title yeah. challenge this year. But I'll be honest, I would like a little bit more in those other games. A bit crazy, is it? Where yeah. Yeah. we get we next year try, try and reduce the amount of two ones we're having, try and get the games won a bit sooner. Because at first, the city that's the one thing, even this year when they've not been at their best, when they get a 2 0 lead, yeah, quickly, it's, over. it's foot on the throat, they get it to three and then they shut up shop. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, that's probably the next level we've got to get that's, to. Which that's is it, that's the a next step. A little bit more foot on the throat and push it, push it on. Yeah. But, you know, it's City have had 10 years of practicing doing that because everyone yeah. defends against City. Yeah. Liverpool have only really been having that in the last couple of years where they've got used to how to play against defensive sides. So, yeah. It's it's probably the evolution, but it's it's the right player when Klopp thinks he's ready to switch it. Now, I'll just throw a nice little comment in there with David Walsh for anyone that was watching the Spurs United game as Dyer, the most aptly named footballer ever. Yes, David. Yes, he is. He's absolutely woeful. Um, before I get the lads to give me their predictions for the game, I just want to let everyone know that in over the next few weeks, we're going to be doing more shows exclusively on Hot Mike. Um, if anyone listens and hasn't subscribed to Hot Mike, you know, it's easy to do. Go on, sign up um, and use the invitation code LFCDT and we'll be doing shows literally that will just be exclusive to Hot Mike over the starting from this week. I think we're going to have two shows on. Um, so just if anyone enjoys listening to us, enjoys what we do, just sign up to the Hot Mike and, you know, start getting some more shows on that going forward. Uh, just if you, you know, we, we're not forcing them now. You don't have to, but it would be nice. We'd appreciate if you did. Um, so, lads, we've got this game now. What do you think the score is going to be? Callum, give me a prediction. Give me a scorer. Scorers, I hope. Um, I'm going to go 4-1. Four, one. Um, four, one. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to go 4-1. I think I think Virgil will get a goal from a set piece or a corner. Um, I'm going to go with Mane to get to... And the other goal scorer, uh, I think I may go for a Bobby, a Bobby goal. Nice. Yeah, why not? Who doesn't love that? And then who cares about Everton's goal scorer? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Chris, what about you? Uh, I think in our prediction show, I think I said, I think I said three now. You probably got it written down. I don't so know. I probably should stick to that. Yes, should I? I don't know what's in this Yeah, I think I said you three now. So I'll say, nil. yeah, you did say three nil. Okay, who did I say to go? I think the Mane, Bobby, and Keita. Did you say Mane, Bobby, Keita? Um, I went Virgil, Mane, and Bobby. Yeah, yeah. But Chris, I don't know, I can't remember who you said. I think I said Mane, Bobby, and I might have said Origi just cause yeah, because it's yeah. the Ev. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he, he likes he likes Everton. He doesn't know anything yeah. else. Just score against Everton. You know? Yeah, his his record against Everton is ridiculous. Yeah, and um, so. Yeah, I think I went 3-0. I keep flitting between 3-0 and 3-1, only because I think we've been away for so long, slow start. There is a, there is the risk of being caught out, but let's go positive, eh? go 3-0. Yeah. I think it'll be a tight 6-0 to Liverpool, to be honest. I think we're going to absolutely steamroll this. I think they're brutal, and I think the good teams will just go through them. But... Yeah. They've got Callum Pat's arrogance. 
Arrogant. Yeah, yeah. That's arrogant. And you know, I'll yeah. put myself out there. If we get beaten by them, we only win 5 0, or we win 6 1. I'll put my hand out to be slapped next week, but I'm confident that uh, that this will do it. So, boys, do you think that's going to take us to uh, Crystal Palace just before we go? Are we going to win this league next Wednesday at Anfield? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm confident myself. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think the Palace game is going to be more horrible than the Everton game. Do you think? Because, yeah, in a weird way, because it, I think for fans, it it sounds weird. It's, it becomes real, but it's like, it's really going to happen. And, and yeah. I, do you know what? I think we'll all be going like, jumping around, getting really o- overly edgy and overexcited, thinking like, you know, it's, we have to win it today because, you know, after 30 years of waiting, I think we're all going to be a bit like, oh my God, yeah. it's real. It's still, yeah. it's still, obviously, this season still bag- boggles my head a little bit because I always thought, if Liverpool win the league ever in my lifetime that I can remember, it's going to be like the City one. It's going to be like yeah. Aguero, yeah. it's going to be like the Aguero, it's going to be something like it's going to be horrible last kick of the game, you know, last game of the season, that's what we're going to get. I wasn't expecting a 25, uh, 22 point <laughs> yeah. lead yeah. with nine games to go. I'm like, this is not how it's supposed to happen. This is, yeah, this, it's this too easy. Yeah. It's yeah. quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> 30, 30 years away, I said, why don't we do this sooner? Exactly, exactly. But you know what? One of the things I think could benefit us is the no crowd at Anfield on Wednesday if we do need to win it. Because remember last season, on the last day, the crowd was very anxious. Uh, They heard City were behind. And then the players just started, when Mm. City scored, the the players just... We all knew yeah, and, and it went out onto the pitch, you know, and I think it's the, the tension of going for the league, I think might have been one thing that could have maybe scuppered, not scuppered us for the league, but could have delayed it by a game if there had been crowds in the stadium. But I think no crowds now. I keep saying it. The better teams in Germany and all, they're just winning. You know, there's, yeah, if, if yeah. it's a better team, two good teams is one thing, but if it's a, a good team and a, a team that's, you know, not, not the elite, then I think the elite team wins all the time. So I'm confident that we're going to win it. Uh, we're going to end that uh, 30-year wait. It's it's getting close now, you know, and we'll celebrate whatever way we can celebrate. But it, it really is getting there. Um, before I move on, um, there was a comment here. Alex McLeod, will we be doing commentary on Hot Mike? Not at the moment, Alex. We have, we're have not fully used to Hot Mike at the moment. So I'm just trying to sort of get a, a, a footprint in there and find out how to do it. It might be something we look at down the line. I know Gav isn't too fussed on it at all, but um, we may look at doing that eventually when we're more used to it. And that's why we want to nearly get into the hot mic sort of scene as well. So we'll see, see what happens. So I won't keep you any later. Listen, I just want to thank the two lads. Chris, thanks very much for coming on and giving us your time on a Friday night. No, as much as for having me. No worries. Sure, what else would you be doing? <laughs> Callum, thanks very much. It's a pleasure to have you again. Um, hopefully, we'll get you on again soon. It's been great. Thank you. No, thank you. As I said, I really appreciate it. Um, no, you guys are brilliant, man. Uh, it's a pleasure for me to be on. Thank you. Yeah. And anyone that's looking out again, Callum's part of Copish YouTube channel. So it's what's it's KOP and a little hyphen. Yeah. 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 It's well worth going on too. They do some great stuff, great content on there. Thank so you. get on and give the guys a follow. Um, it's all good to support each other. You know what I mean? Fan media at the end Definitely. of the day, it's, it's, Definitely. it's the best type of, in my opinion, I know when boy is sitting here in front of a camera saying it, but it's before I got involved with the day trippers, it was all I was interested in the last couple of years as podcasts and YouTube stuff. So it really is the best. 
that you can get at the moment. The mainstream media is gone to shite. So, you know, with, yeah. it's good to, <laughs> to support each other as well. And it's great yeah, to have right these then. little crossovers getting us on. So we do appreciate you giving us this time, Callum. Thanks no, very much. pleasure. Thank you. Not at all, not at all. And to everyone out there listening, thanks for joining us tonight. It's We've been the Fatback 4 Daily and we are going for another evening. Good night and God bless. On May 28th, critics rave. This is the experience theaters were made for. A Quiet Place Part 2. Rated PG-13. May 28th. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Sports Social Podcast Network.